Okay, so I'm going to try to read a longer story now. Uh, bottles. Uh, it'll make more sense when I read it. It started with just the one. It was an old plastic bottle bobbing in front of my paddleboard. It glistened in the water, sunlight bouncing off the surface like a star caught in the glassy water. Later, I thought. I couldn't just ignore it. I paddled up to it, lowering myself to pull it out and toss it in my bag of disposal. And I saw it. Tucked inside, folded into a rough rectangle. A piece of paper. A note, purposely folded. A message in the bottle. I didn't feel disgusted by the trash. I felt butterflies for some inner child. Some sense of, sense of excitement. I was a kid again, and I found a floating letter. Someone's private secret or treasure tossed in a wide anomaly of the sea and found here. Floating up next to me on a rental paddleboard in Florida. I pulled it out and read it. Scroll on the chicken scratch. Chicken scratch. Being your slave. <laughs> what should I do but tend upon the hours and times you desire? I have no precious time at all to spend. Nor services to do till you require. But I still love you. L Lizzie? Lizzie, I called out as soon as I finished. Hey, Lizzie, this is crazy. I looked around for my sister. She was about 50 yards behind me. Moving around in some one of the patches of the mangroves. Kneeling on her board. I could tell she was having a little harder time than I me. But coming down from the Midwest after all of these years, her struggling to find her sea legs, again, made sense. She looked over and waved. Everything okay? Yeah, I just found this poem inside a bottle. There was a what? I found a bottle. A what? I could hear her strain in the voice. So I paddled back toward her. I was excited. It was like finding a secret from a stranger. One you don't feel any guilt in sharing. When I got close, I could see the weariness on Liz's face. Hey, you doing all right? I asked. Yeah, she pinned it out. And I could see a strained smile on her face. I'm just not in great shape any for this anymore. Listen, I'm going to go paddle over to the sandbar and relax for a bit. On her back. No worries, I'll join you in a few minutes. Some person threw a note in the water. Some crazy love poem. Never seen like this before. She nodded back, but I could tell she wasn't really listening. Just tired, probably thirsty, and waiting for a break since we'd been out there all morning. I went back around the bend, wanting to go the long way around the mangroves to get a little more movement in before I take a break. I didn't figure anything else, and quite interesting. Same old mangrove trees. Then I found a second one, and a third. Around the far side of the mangroves, I saw two bottles shimmering in the water again. Paddled over with before. I don't know how to say that. Excuse me. So, two more Coke bottles. Two more notes inside. I didn't even find it weird. Should have been a little strange enough. It was just curious. What would I see now? The first note was folded with the same creases the, the, the original note had. Pulled it out with haste and read, Nor dare I question with my jealous thought, Where you may be, or your affairs suppose, But like a sad slave, stay and think of naught. Save where you are now happy, you make other those. Why did you leave me, my love? I tossed the bottle into the ocean carelessly as I pulled out the next note. I guess my mind forgot about the whole litter littering thing. The third note was simply crammed into the top of the bottle. No clean crease or careful. And I was writing the same short, and the handwriting was worse. I loved you and you left me. 
Why did you leave me? I could feel a quick chill pass down my back. Even in the bright and hot light of the floor today, I felt a chill. Suddenly, I felt very alone. I looked back for Lizzie. Then remembered she had moved to the sandbar. Eh, should have gone over there her then. Instead, I saw a fourth bottle. And behind a fifth and a sixth. I paddled towards them where they formed a line moving in down the red mango trees. The outer section. Here, the trees were taller. Less well kept than the inner section. Here, shadows even midday were longer. And the roots seemed to hold back the current of the water so that it was still thin. I reached down and grabbed the first one. Didn't really feel that same sense of wonder now. It was almost like anger. Anger at finding these secrets. Anger that they're being poured into the water like this. The rough note was bald into the top. I love you and then left me. I thought you would leave me forever. But I never forget. I never forget. In like fashion, the next was unevenly written, almost like a child learning to write. I love you. I needed you for all these years. All these years. In the sixth, I have cried so long, so alone. So I love you. I love you. Before I even tossed this one back into the water, I felt the brush of the seventh bottle brush my knee. Sticking out over the edge of the board, I grabbed it, not even thinking about the note. Which, there was. Crammed into again like garbage. But writing was illegible now. I'd love you, but I hate you. I wanted to, I wanted to leave. I was tired, and whatever chills I had felt passed. I was aware of just how hot this water was. How much I could taste the salt in my breath, and yeah, tried again. And then I saw it um, in front of me, like a constellation clustered into the stretch. A dozen, maybe two dozen, maybe more, floating along like the dead fish floating, dumb, blindingly glittering, mockingly the tranquility of the cool shadow trees. I couldn't help myself. I paddled in further and further. The notes were all crammed in, all scrawled, all the same. I love you and I hate you. I love you and I hate you. I love you and I hate you. I love you and... Something splashed in the water behind me, breaking the silence and stillness. I turned. I could feel my heart slam against my ribs. There's nothing. No fallen tree, no animal, no person. Just the bottles. Scores of them. Neath the mangroves. Just floating. I looked around, dropping back to my knees, panting like a dog. I noticed how loud my breathing was and my heartbeat. There was no other sound besides the distant waves and small whistle through the leaves. Where were the birds? The fish? Where were the other paddlers? I didn't know how deep the mangrove trees had paddled in. I didn't know how far I went. The path had curved. Bottles floating everywhere. The stretches of trees looked identical. Like funhouse mirrors had been shoved into the grove. Then I saw something distinct, a canvas tarp hanging from the trees, a rain jacket, tarnished and ripped, but clear in intention. It was draped across the branches, not blown by the wind, it was a shelter, shelter for somebody, a 
few plastic bags, a few empty plastic bottles filling them. Tied to the branches of the trees, candy wrappers floated in the water. Someone had been there, and it had been recent. I looked in the depths of the mangroves to see if there were any other signs of habitation. It was too thick, and the other branches choked out a great deal of sunlight, the light bending behind me. My eyes could not adjust to the darkness within the trees. I saw my hands and knees now peering in. My hands shot back as I felt some object touch my fingers, grasped over the edge of the board. I looked down and I saw the bottle, a green plastic one, with one more note inside. I couldn't stop. I pulled it from the water. And I opened it, pulling the note from it then. It was folded neatly, like the first ones had been. The torn bottom of receipt, so true a fool, that in your will, though you do anything, he thinks no ill. I love you, Nellie. I love you, and I want you home. I paused, stunned in shock, that melted rapidly into horror. I grabbed the paddle, rowing as quickly as I could. Screen. Lizzie, Lizzie, God, where are you? I heard nothing in response. I didn't know how far I was, but I kept screaming. I screamed because I knew a Nellie.